Thank you for joining us for Sound Reasoning with Christian apologist and minister Perseus Poku of Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's program will educate, train, and empower you to defend your Christian faith with confidence. Perseus has his bachelor's in history and a master's degree in apologetics. We hope you enjoy this time of equipping so that you can answer questions to defend your Christian faith effectively. Now here's Perseus Poku on Sound Reasoning. Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I'm your host, Perseus Poku. On today's episode, we wanted to continue our discussion on life, uh, human life, as it relates to uh, God's intention for us and our ontological function. And by ontology, we're talking about uh, your humanness, your beingness. We are humans. On our previous episode, uh, I shared the fact that God created three types of souls. He created the vegetative soul. He created the animalistic soul. And then he uh, created the human soul. And the human soul has a very uh, unique distinction in the sense that we're the only uh, being that God created that he uh, reports that we were made in his image. And I shared and unpacked what this concept of being made in God's image is all about on a previous episode. So if you didn't hear what God uh, meant by uh, making us in our image, we invite you to listen to the previous episode. And so the reason why we wanted to talk about life is because we are dealing with a spiritual warfare. And this spiritual warfare is between us and Diablo, the devil, the liar. The ones uh, who paints a very dark picture, the one who has no qualms about misrepresenting facts and reality. We are in a spiritual warfare. And the one thing the devil does well is he wants individuals to deny him. So if you don't think the devil exists, then he is basically able to manipulate and influence you without um, you knowing where this attack is coming from. But for us Christians, we are sober-minded, or we ought to be sober-minded. This is the admonition that the Bible gives us. We ought to be sober-minded. We ought to walk circumspectly. We ought to be alert. Um, We are given warnings that our enemy the devil is going to and fro like a lion looking for someone to devour. So it doesn't serve us well, especially in this type of climate, to deny the reality of the devil. And why am I talking about this? I'm talking about this because uh, the increase of people uh, taking their lives has impacted me personally in terms of just touching the core of my soul, and this should affect you as well. When we see uh, children taking their lives, when we see teenagers taking their lives, when we see adults taking their lives and young adults taking their lives, it ought to affect us. And we, 
must be able to uh, not only feel the pain or empathize, but we have to be able to give people hope because there is hope. The devil doesn't want people uh, to think that there's hope. He doesn't want that. The devil wants to keep painting uh, life as bleak, painting individuals as worthless, uh, telling them uh, that they'll be better off if they took their own lives. And I'm here to report that that's not the case. God doesn't want you to intentionally take your life. God doesn't want you to look at whatever you're going through as hopeless. God doesn't want you to look at your uh, situation as so insurmountable that you can't bear to live. Whatever it is that you're going through, God is that spark of light that you need. God is that flint and God offers hope. And you may be saying, I don't know where to start. Well, if you don't know where to start, uh, you can contact us, info at SR Ministries, and we will direct you to the right people if we can't help you directly. But we have to, as Christians, as a Christian body, we must help people by pointing them back to the one who can help them permanently, the one who can help them perfectly, and that's Jesus the Christ. And the principles we learn from the Bible— uh, in combination with the power of the Holy Spirit, it's what keeps us going. Through faith, we read the scriptures through faith and believe in God. We are, are recipients of the power that comes with knowing Christ and that power uh, uh, infused by the Holy Spirit. So we as Christians... Uh, we have the gospel, which is the evangelion, the good news, and people need to hear it. And I believe that the more people hear about the gospel, uh, the less they would think about the misery, the less they would think about uh, the, uh, uh, the causal effects of depression. The more they think about the goodness of God, the more uh, they think about the hope that comes with the resurrection, the less uh, they will struggle with uh, the things that they're struggling with. This is my belief, and I believe uh, that there's statistics to prove it if that doesn't work for you. But I wanted to um, point the picture back to us as individual Christians, or you may be listening and you're not a Christian, and this pertains to you as well. Whoever you are, and this is what I shared on a previous episode, Psalms 139 tells us that we are uh, beautifully and wonderfully made. Uh, God has uh, intentions for you, whoever you are. God has a purpose for you. God um, is intentional and he's specific. You didn't get here by accident. God formed you while you were in your mother's womb. God shaped you while you were in your mother's womb. God has a purpose for you. If you're not saved, if, meaning that if you don't know Jesus from the pardon of your sins, I invite you, if you're listening to this episode, to accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. It is through knowing Jesus that we are connected to the all-power source. The all-power source comes from God himself. 
but you only can get access to all power if you've connected to the one who raised up on the third day with all power in his hands. This is hope. This is um, the gateway to your deliverance. Now, again, I'm not denying the clinical aspect of individuals who may be depressed. I'm not denying the clinical aspect of those who may have physical uh, mental challenges. I'm not denying that. What I am saying is, if an individual's problem stems from a spiritual um, foundation or spiritual uh, aspect, then all of the medications in the world is not going to help them. The problem with many of our counselors is they deny the reality of the spiritual world. They deny the reality of the metaphysical world. Metaphysics meaning beyond the physical, beyond the physical. Topics such as prayer, topics such as angels, topics such as God, they are beyond the physical world, but yet they exist. The problem with many professionals is they deny the metaphysical world. But just because you deny that there is a devil doesn't mean the devil doesn't exist. Just because an individual's deny it, uh, that, that prayer doesn't exist or, pray, or, or the existence of prayer, then it doesn't mean that prayer does not exist. So just because an individual uh, says that uh, there is no transcendent being called God doesn't mean that God doesn't exist. Ladies and gentlemen, God does exist. Prayer does exist. Angels do exist. Demons do exist. And if your problem is in the spiritual realm, all the things you do in the physical realm outside of Jesus Christ is not going to work. It's not going to work. And so what I see in today's society is a lot of people are spending time on the physical, which we should, we should do. But it doesn't help us if we deny or ignore the issues going on in the spiritual realm. So in the spiritual realm, it's very possible that the devil and his demons are whispering the doctrine of take your life. Take your life. And then he whispers in the ears of intelligent men and women to try to justify or make excuses for why you should take your life. Then we've even got to the point where uh, instead of doctors doing no harm, in this state of California, there are uh, uh, legal um, doctrines that's basically uh, enabling or making it easier for doctors to help individuals take their lives. Some time ago, we all looked down on Dr. Kevorkian, and which we should have, but now uh, his mantle or his, um, his belief system or worldview has been legalized in the state of California. So if you want to take your life, uh, doctors can help you take your life. And again, biblically speaking, this type of doctrine is demonic. This type of philosophy put a smile on the devil's face. 
This is not what God has for us as humans. God never designed for us to give up, for us to be satisfied with disappointments, for us to just throw up our hands and uh, create a fatalistic doctrine. That's not the will of God. Whatever it is you're going through, you may not see it at this point, but God offers hope. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, it may seem hopeless, but trust me, God has a, a, a solution for whatever it is you're going through. It is not the end. It may look like the end, but it's not the end. If we would just hold on a little while longer, trust me, Jesus can help you get through whatever it is you're going through. You don't have to end it. You don't have to get to the point where you feel like uh, there's no hope uh, or that you're not worth it. Every single person is worth it in the eyes of God. So here it is. Uh, We're talking about uh, euthanasia. And the way we formulate certain things is designed not only to be politically correct, but it's designed to soothe our conscience. So in order to soothe our conscience of intentionally helping someone to take their life or allowing them to take their life or you uh, contemplating taking your life, we come up with these fancy terms, euthanasia. Euthanasia is the fancy word that means mercy killing. Because this person is in so much pain, we do not want to see them continue in pain. The logical step in their mind is for the person to end their life so they don't don't have to be in pain anymore. And again, that's not a doctrine that God promotes and espouses. God God gives us free will, but that free will comes with responsibility. It is not the Lord's will for anybody to take their life intentionally. It is not God's will. God uh, uh, teaches for us to persevere. God teaches for us to hold on. God teaches for us to wait and allow him to work things out. God teaches for us to bounce back. So whatever it is you're going through, it's not the total end until God says it's the end when he calls you home, but we should never, ever get to the place in our lives where we feel as though uh, things are hopeless or we feel as though we can't take it another day because of the pain we're going through. Yes, many of us have pains, but trust me, whatever you're going through, someone else have gone through the same thing and they were able to hold on. Pain in itself is not a bad thing. Your body tells you something is wrong or alerts you to what's wrong when you experience pain. And if the doctors have given up on you, don't you give up on yourself. Don't you listen to the lies of Satan telling you that your life is not worth it, telling you that your pain is so severe that you got to take it to that next step. I'm encouraging you to hold on. And when others see how you're able to hold on with the help of Jesus Christ, that helps them to hold on. So don't listen to the voices of Satan. Don't listen to the voice of the enemy. God promotes life and not death. The story is 
through Jesus Christ, we have victory over death. And this doesn't mean that we have a license to try to murder ourselves because in reality, that's what uh, suicide is. Suicide is the taking of a life. And even if you do it to yourself, that's the taking of a life. That's murder. So just like we wouldn't murder someone else, we shouldn't murder ourselves. That's, that's what suicide is. So uh, I'm hoping that uh, anything that we've said can encourage you to hold on. And if you need to talk to someone again, um, you can contact us. You can email us, and we'll uh, uh, send you to the professionals, those that can help you think through uh, whatever it is that you're going through, those that can put their arms around you, those that can show you that you're worth it, that God has not given up on you, and you should not give up on yourself. So on last week, we talked about uh, how God knows us and God has a purpose for each one of us. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. Doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. Doesn't matter if you're low class or upper class. Doesn't matter if you have degrees or no degrees. It doesn't matter who you are. God loves you. And God has a plan for you. And God has a prescription for your happiness. And it's his prescription, not our prescription. Our prescription uh, leads us to fun. But some of, the, some of the fun that we've had leads us to um, consequences that last a lifetime that we would have rather not have uh, been engaged in. So let God determine how to love. Let God determine to you how to live. Let God uh, show you what life is all about. And we're talking about this abundant life that he prescribes. So... We talked about being made in God's image, Genesis 1.26. Then we talked about Psalms 139, where uh, the psalmist reminds us that for you, you were created by, uh, in the, meaning in the innermost parts, that's where you were created. Uh, you wove me in my mother's womb. This is the psalmist talking to God. I will give thanks to you because I am awesomely and wonderfully made. Uh, verse 14, Psalms 139. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was, when I was made in secret and skillfully formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my formless substance, and your book were written all the days that were ordained for me, when as, when as yet there was not one of them. So even in our mother's womb, God knew us. This is why it's important. That we trust God versus man. Man will say that life does not start at uh, conception. They will say um, life starts a few weeks or a few months after uh, uh, conception because they want to murder that baby. The life starts at conception. Uh, but many in the world, they reframe the starting point of life so their minds will be soothed for, for what they're doing. Uh, 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 they, they, they want us. And again, these are the whispers of, of, of the devil. The devil wants us to continue murdering lives. And these babies that have not been given a chance are human beings. 
They are human beings, regardless of what, some, how some people interpret life. Life starts at conception. It starts in the mode of the zygote. That's where life starts. So when you have a zygote, you have life. And life starts at conception. And so because life matters to God, he doesn't want us to take a life intentionally, whether in the womb or outside the womb. And we learn in Psalms 139 that uh, God knew, knew David in the womb. And he knows us in the womb. And he knows our purposes in the womb. Even before we are born, God knows the difficulties that you're going to go through. God knows the challenges that we're going to go through. But we must trust him. Life is not about the absence of pain. We're living in a fallen world. Life is about how to get through the pain. Life is about how to persist through the pain. Life is about knowing Christ through the pain. The one who's the burden bearer, the one who can mute the effects of whatever we're going through. That's who we serve. That's who we should serve if you don't know him. So again, God knows us ontologically. And by the way, we want to uh, share the key word for this episode. Uh, The key word is Elohim. Elohim. That's the key word. Uh, And if you um, share with us or Send us that key word. Uh, you too uh, can be in a running for a free gift. So uh, for those of us who listen to this episode, this is just an incentive. So if you are one of the first people to send us this key word, Elohim, you too can win a free gift. And you can send it to uh, info at srministries.org, info at srministries.org, or you can go to Sound Reasoning Ministries on Facebook and send us the key word there. So again, God desires for all to be saved eternally. He already saves us temporally, right? By temporal, we mean that it has a beginning and starting point. Uh, We are saved as Christians. We're saved eternally. Uh, God has saved us completely and sufficiently, and he also saves us temporally. When God uh, saves us with a starting point and end point while we're still on this earth. So we're hoping that this episode on life stimulates you. Yes, everything is not what it could be in your eyes, but God has a greater plan. And that greater plan is seen through faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. And we never give up. We never give up. And not giving up, this idea of not giving up doesn't mean we are negating the reality of the circumstance. It doesn't mean that we are fooling ourselves in terms of our our prognosis of our health challenges. It doesn't mean that. It means even though we still may have the illness, even though God hasn't delivered us physically, even though we're still dealing with the emotional trauma of whatever it is that you're going through, we realize that, we recognize that, but yet God is still powerful enough to take us through while we're going through. God is still powerful enough to comfort us while we're still going through where no medication can do the job. The peace of God is able to allow us to sleep. We'll continue uh, this episode on life uh, next week. Uh, We pray that you continue to lift one another in prayer. If you would like to give, please go on our website, srministries.org, or you can 
um, mail us your donation. Again, please continue to do for the truth what so many people do for a lie. Thanks for listening to Sound Reasoning with apologist and minister Perseus Poku from Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's lesson has equipped you to share and defend your Christian faith with boldness. Sound Reasoning Ministries offers training in apologetics, biblical studies, and systematic theology. Join in on discussions on Facebook at Sound Reasoning Ministries. For more information about the ministry, to send an email, ask a question, or support the ministry, visit online at srministries.org. That's srministries.org. Listen again next week at this same time. And remember, Titus 1.9 says, Hold firm to the trustworthy message as has been taught so that you can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Sound Reasoning Ministries, srministries.org. Do you ever hear sayings make their way through the culture and the church that seem nice in theory, but are actually theologically problematic? My name is Shara Donahue, and I'm the host of The Bible Never Said That, a podcast where we examine these popular sayings under the lens of biblical truth. We cover sayings like, God won't give you more than you can handle, time heals all wounds, and follow your heart. We also spend time exploring how people use Bible verses out of context. If you want to grow in discernment and truth, join us and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.